Hey guys and ladies, thank you for checking out the Wachusett Wine and Spirits podcast. Uh, kind of the audio form of our Facebook live videos. If you like what we uh, bring you for content on the Facebook live videos, but you don't think that we're much to look at, this is the best place to get all that info without having to check out our mugs. Uh, today is a great, great episode. I know I say that about all of them. But it really, really is. It's the end of the year. It's a time for reflection. And it's a time for best of lists, which, you know, everybody loves a great top 10, top 20 list. Whiskey Advocate just rolled out their top 20 whiskeys of the year. And so now we're rolling out our top 20 whiskeys of the year. On this episode, I am joined by my personal great friend, Peter Thomas, also great friend of the store. It's always great to have Peter around to shoot these videos with and have these chats with. Uh, incredibly knowledgeable, always brings some great stories. It's just always a, a treat for me to get to hang out with him uh, and share this. So when we start out, we kind of start out talking a little bit about the Whiskey Advocate Top 20 list, some thoughts and feelings about that. Then we get into a recap of what I've already posted prior to this video of numbers 20 down through number six of my top 20 whiskeys of the year. Uh, and then we reveal our top five whiskeys of the year with kind of a surprise reveal at number one for a lot of people. Uh, but for a lot of people, when they really thought about it, it made a lot of sense. And I think judging by what our customers enjoy and what they're purchasing, uh, you guys will agree with our choice for Wachusett Wine and Spirits, Spirits Guide, Whiskey of the Year. Now, if you stick around till the end, there's actually a little Easter egg in the middle about a uh, rare whiskey limited that I may or may not have available somewhere in the store. Uh, and then if you stick around till the very end of the podcast, after we went off the air uh, on Facebook, Peter and I had a nice little chat about Derek Benham and some of his products and the Redwood products. Uh, and then we talked a little bit about some quote unquote allocated whiskeys that we have in stock and how to get your hands on them. Now, if you like what we're doing here, go to the podcast page, follow the Wachusett Wine and Spirits podcast. We're on Spotify. Uh, we're also on the Anchor app, which is a great, great app. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Watch Use at Wine and Spirits. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, Watch Use at Wine and Spirits. And if you're a beer geek, follow us on the Untapped app for weekly updates on beer arrivals. Our beer manager, Matt, does a great job every week seeking out new, interesting beers, whether it's local IPAs, bringing in some nice balance of some German styles, uh, other local breweries. Uh, those menus get updated every single week because we're changing our beer menu every single week. Uh, if you like what we're doing, you can comment on the Facebook page uh, when we put this podcast link up there. Uh, you can comment on Facebook at any time. You can message us directly through the Facebook page or you can email me at rich at wachusettliquors.com. I'll get right back to you. Let me know what you think. Uh, let me know if there's a product you want us to talk about. Uh, tell me you hate what we're doing. Just nice to get some feedback so we can continue to get better for you guys. I had a great time with this podcast, and thank you again to Peter Thomas for joining me. Hope you guys enjoy. Uh, 
We'll talk to you guys soon. Cheers. There we go. <laughs> Technical difficulties. It really helps when you start the record when process. Um, so, yeah, I guess I'll start that over. Welcome, uh, listeners, to the Watch Us at Wanted Spirits podcast. We are about to go live on Facebook via video. Um, today's going to be a great episode. We're doing the top five whiskeys of 2021. We're also going to talk about the whole top 20 list. We'll probably discuss quickly the Whiskey Advocate top 20 list and yep. Compare how and contrast. interesting and peculiar that list was for sure. Um, and as always, if you guys stick around till the end of the podcast, I'm going to let you in on some interesting information. Uh, some of the bottles that you may be looking for during quote-unquote hunting season. Um, I mentioned it before we started recording, but yeah, good friend of the show, good friend of mine, great friend of mine. Uh, Peter Thomas is here in the house. You ready to drink some whiskey? Let's get to it. Awesome. Let's get to it. Yeah, there's some good stuff in the treasure box back there. Yeah, I'm seeing some... uh... Some tops that are very recognizable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. And then the old man is coming in on Friday. Or the old man, uh, Mr. Van Winkle. Ah. Uh, Whatever it is that we get of that cursed juice. <laughs> I almost don't even want it this year, you know? It's, it's, uh, it's... I don't want to go on too much of a rant. Yeah, I don't want to get into ambivalence, yeah. but there's so much more out there. Um... Welcome, uh, guys. Uh, Facebook Live. Uh, we're also recording the podcast as we do this. Uh, Spirits Guide coming to you guys live. It's Whiskey Wednesday. Watch you some wine and spirits out here in West Boylston. Very, very exciting episode, as they all are. Um, a lot of fun today. Been looking forward to this all week. Ah, what a day I've had. I'm looking forward to tasting some whiskey. Take the um, edge off. Yeah, it's uh, it's the the end of the year. It's time for reflection. Um, yeah, it's been an interesting, long, long year. Uh, some friends lost, some friends gained, um, and at the end of the year, everybody loves a good best of list. Timing is everything, and two weeks before the big holiday. Yep, the big uh, man in the sky. <clears throat> yep. So. Uh, yeah, Whiskey Advocate came out with their top 20 announced last week. Peculiar, interesting list. Yeah, um, we, were, we were talking about it earlier. What are your thoughts on that list? It wasn't as predictable. I had some of my thoughts. You did too. It was about a 50-50, as I recall, about a 50-50 split of scotch and bourbon to my recollection. Is that about Yeah, right? yeah, I mean... About, about 10 and 10? There's the obligatory the world whiskey in there. I think there was one from yep. Sweden. Um, I, the Rampore was in there, I think. Yep. From India, uh, which I think you had commented, like, there's, there's going to be one Indian res, uh, whiskey in there, which there usually which is there something is. quirky. Uh, but I found it incredibly, I don't know, esoteric and... It, it wasn't as predictable, as no, I said, as, as in years past. No, and I, I like the fact that it was kind of all over the place, and it, yeah. it showed interesting whiskeys. 
Uh, but I definitely, I don't want to say I have issues with what was on the list, but I certainly have some issues with what was left off of the list. Well, yeah, and we'll, um, we'll, we'll yeah. I, I don't want to be the, the spoiler alert, but I think that's where Rich is headed. Yeah, I mean, um, that's where we're going to go with my Maker's FAE number two. Unbelievable. I, I That kind of threw me a little bit. Yeah. Because it's the great news is some of this stuff, in the, even the top five, is available. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when the list went out, I had... You had the top two, didn't you? I had you? the top two. Yeah. And we still have a little bit, probably a case of the makers left. That Offerman, which I'm sure it's a great whiskey. It's mm. Lagavulin. I'm not a big peak guy, so it's not typically where I choose to spend my money. Um, but that one kind of threw me for a loop yeah, as whiskey I... of the year. And I don't care how good it was. I put that up against Remus Calumet, Alberta yeah. Premium. Never mind the price. Never mind the price. Yeah. And availability. I'm sure it was good. It may have been a top 10, but um, I I had a, a great joy, and I've been giggling, pointing this out. It's pretty much four years running. There's no Buffalo Trace products in oh, the wow. top 20 of any <laughs> I wasn't going to say the uh, obvious and with the rants over the past couple of months. Yeah, yeah. And so I had a, a great chance to meet somebody from Virginia Distillery. Yesterday, she came up and visited me, Erica. Um, thank you for the wonderful cookies, by the way. And nice. uh, uh, we talked about, you know, getting Amanda on the podcast. and Your pick, too. And, and our pick. Um, we were talking about how the, the article had said, like, we don't pick, you know, super crazy things. And we yep. like to pick things that everybody can get. Well, Jack Daniels 10 was number four. And there was about six cases of that that came into the state. Yeah. That's and not something everybody can get. No. Um, the Glendronic port finish, which I actually got two bottles of in today, that's as much as I could order that's of it. that. Yeah. Um, George Dickel bottle, uh, George Dickel bourbon. Yep. Which I was happy to see made the list, and I feel like they're kind of critical darlings. Uh, the Bottled and Bond made number one a couple years ago. Yeah. But that whiskey wasn't even available in Massachusetts, so it's not a widely available. Right. And the Dickel is eight year, right? Eight year bourbon. Yep. So. Not Tennessee whiskey, so. But would you, if you had your druthers, would you take the eight-year or would you take the bottled and bond? I'm really curious because that's supposed to be available in Mass in February. Right. And sort of the story with that, as far as I know, was Nicole found barrels that kind of had more signature bourbon, bourbon flavor right, right. than the typical Dickel. People call it Flintstone vitamins. I never, ever got that. To I'm me, very- it's peanut butter. And it varies, I think. Mm. Even the 11-year versus the 13-year, I think, was slightly different. I don't know about you, but I didn't get Flintstone vitamins no, on either one of those. I don't either. So, uh, And that 13-year we'll be talking about in a few minutes. I wouldn't have been surprised if that had come back in one whiskey Absolutely. of the year again. Um, yeah, especially for the value. For the value get. for 13 for years, 13 bottled years. and bond. Um, absolutely outrageous. Uh, so here was my criteria for putting together the list. Um, and again, I tried to be fair. Uh, there were whiskeys. First of all, my criteria is I had to have tasted them. There were a couple of new things. Uh, Lafrogue Kardash. That, yep. But again, I'm not a big peak guy, so I didn't choose to either. spend my money there. Yeah. Um, and also, I want to preface this by I'm not claiming that these are the 20 best whiskeys of the no. year. 
these are the 20 most interesting, flavorful, the best whiskeys I tasted. But I'm not proclaiming that they're the best. What you like is obviously the best. But my criteria was they had to be relatively new to the store. And how about availability? Availability. That's huge. That they still had to be available now. Right. right. Um, then when I put this list out, I wanted you guys, if you guys thought like, hey, that looks good, to be able to come in and buy them exactly. now. Yeah. Uh, the one flaw in that is the Doer's Japanese Smooth, Yeah. Uh, which to me was a mind-blowingly good value for under 25 bucks for eight year. Finished in Mizanura oak, oh, which is yep. incredibly difficult to work with and expensive. That one is currently out of stock. Oof. So I'm we don't have it on the bottle. shelf, but it will be back in, so you will be able yeah, to so get, get it get soon. It. Uh, sadly enough, they discontinued some of that smooth line. Mm. Um, but the, the Mizanura one will be back in stock. So my criteria is had to be new to the store. I had to have actually drank right. it. Yeah. Um, it has to be available now. No store picks. I kind okay. of feel like that's unfair. And as much as I want to do business for the store, I get it. Sometimes you're traveling outside the state. Uh, you're not going to find our store pick anywhere else but here. True. That True. being said, the Virginia Distillery store pick, the last addition to the bunch, is my favorite store pick I've ever done. Totally That's agree. my number one whiskey store pick-wise yeah. that I've done. Um, so you saw... 20 through 11, 6 yep. through 5. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts on your end of those whiskeys? Anything you dispute? I'm just kind of reviewing my own list here. Well, a lot of them I've had. So of the ones that I have already had, I really can't dispute them. The Rossville, for example. Rossville barrel-proof rye. I mean, Incredibly solid. Uh, it's barrel-proof. It's MGP rye, which people go yeah. bonkers for. And MGP distills and gives it away this is what they kept for themselves um the regular rossville is fantastic the barrel proof to it me was just, just punches spot it up on that. um and it's not single barrel nope so you're going to get consistency mm-hmm. year after year i yep. mean that's going to be the goal yep and those um, are mgp's MGP. honey barrels if you will yep. that's their juice um and just kind of run down the list <clears throat> cairo yep. i just thought was really really interesting it's from finland Agreed. have you had this one yeah i had that one um yeah, it's just a, it's a great story. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I know we both love the gin. 100%. And the gin is 100% rye distillate, so the gin is actually that it's a cousin. unaged. It's a cousin. With the botanicals in it. Um, Copper Dog, I'm not going in any order. This, for the I value. I have not had that. So this is a blended malt. And sort of blended scotch or is a blend of single malts and mm-hmm. grain alcohols. This is all single malts. Wow. So it's a blend of all 100% malted barley. Um, age statement or no? No age statement. It's a Diageo product. So okay. it's a blend of Diageo distilleries. Per Scotch laws, they can't put the distilleries on, on the it. label. Right. Um, but if you know what the Diageo distilleries are, you can Talisker back into it. and yeah. Craig Lodich and, and things like that. Um, Glenlivet Nadura. Um if, have you, so you haven't had this no, one? No, I haven't had that one. All right, well, uh, while I run my mouth, we'll, uh, we'll uh, let you try this. And again, we'll for under up. 40 bucks, for a blend of single malts, I think it's a really cool bottle. Oh, yeah. It reminds me of like a, a sample bottle you would get 
if you were doing some blending somewhere. Uh, yep. Um, Glenlivet and Nadura, uh, anything sherry cask finished, cask strength, Glenlivet at its base, uh, winner, winner. This, again, for under 25 bucks, Mizanura Oak. Mm-hmm. I, I loved the value on that, the flavor and of that whole smooth line. It was the one that was kind of the most complete. And it made it... That was delicious. That Mizanura kind of made it bigger than it, it is, really. <clears throat> you know, it reminded me of like an Aberfeldy 12, but for, for what much shorter money. Uh, one of their whiskeys actually made the top, top 20. Top 10, yep. Um, <clears throat> Compass Box. These guys are great. They go out and they buy barrels from other distilleries. Um, like a Negociant. Like a Negociant. I believe this is the first one that they actually completely aged themselves. So, I agree. I think um, so they bought it from different distilleries. And it was fun when we did the, the tasting notes on this. And, you know, it, they kind of listed where they all came from. And the tasting notes were apple, apple, apple and fudge. Apple chocolate smoke, <laughs> apple, apple. On I think nine of the whiskeys, it was all the apple. Blend, yeah. um, just outside the the top five, the Templeton ten year single barrel. Again, this is MGP rye, but it's a single barrel. It's ten years ten old. Years. The packaging, the metal embossed label, everything about this whiskey is a winner. Uh, I know Templeton had maybe some bad press a few years back. Transparency. Yeah. But I, they've made every effort to kind of undo that. Yeah, and I think they have. Maybe one of the coolest <clears throat> packaging, the quirkiest, most unique bottle of whiskey. No doubt. I've tasted in the past year. This one's so cool. Um, it makes a list because it's a great whiskey. It's got great package. It tells a story. Uh, and when Amanda Beckwith was up here... She, and I had her taste it. She bought she a bottle bought a of bottle. this. And her sales manager bought a bottle. Yeah, to they bring back uh, to Virginia, Virginia. Yeah. to taste her staff on it. Uh, and when Erica was here, she's like, yeah, I heard that story. Uh, <laughs> late additions. When I was reshuffling in the last couple days, um, I came across this in my cabinet, forgot that this was a 2021 release. Um, and Pinhook, what's great about these guys is they batch their whiskeys every right. year. So every year is actually vintage dated. Um, Which is cool. And this is all their juice. Juice, right. Uh, and this is the high proof. I can't say this enough about Pinhook. Their whiskeys, everybody I taste on this, say, I don't, you're going to say, like, I don't know what that flavor is, but it's really good. Yeah. There's something just quirky about Pinhook that's good. They've got their lane, and I think that's what makes them unique. Yeah, and I feel you know? like they're just not... They don't always and get they, the, the due they deserve. Yeah. By yeah. any means. Um, Shibui. If you guys are a fan of Japanese whiskey, these guys, much like a lot of the Japanese labels, they're going out and they're getting it from a couple of different distilleries in right. Japan. Uh, and they're getting some Scottish whiskey. Sourcing. And Nika blending is it in. a typical yeah, one. Yeah, Nika. Um, they're working on those Japanese laws to kind of better define it. But this one is 100% wheat, wheat whiskey. From Japan. From Japan. Yeah. And from Scotland. Yeah. Uh, and it is 
if you haven't had that. I had that. It's fabulous. It's pretty fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, and that goes really, if you want to make a, the, a an incredible highball. Yeah. You just you can't beat it with that. Yep. It's absolutely fantastic. Or any other Scotch cocktail. Oh, sure. Rob Roy's. Yep. That would be killer. Yep. Um, <clears throat> this one I had blew this. me away. Uh, maybe the best line addition to the Johnny Walker lineup. Very smart. Um, yeah, and that high rye catches the American drinker and the, yeah. the bourbon drinker. I tell Rich, this is like a gateway for the bourbon drinker or even the rye drinker. But American, this is, and for the value again, and mm -hmm. again, back to your criteria, it's it's available. Yep, it's available all day, every day. And I really, I like the color scheme they did with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it's it goes along the theme that they have with, mm -hmm. you know, the black label, blue label, and now you kind of you know, kind of got the Irish, they would deny that. But, yeah, yeah. But to have that on your bar, yeah, that's going to start a conversation. Especially if you're a Johnny Walker fan and you haven't seen this and you oh. go to your friend's house and they like, have that. Like, what's that? that? Yeah. Because uh, it's not very well... They haven't really publicized it. They haven't done a lot either. of PR on this? No. Um, Guys, if you see this around, I, I float around the area of Worcester and I've seen this, so... And again, cocktails... I mean, highballs, uh, Rob Roy's, any sort of bourbon cocktail. Yeah, just sub that out. You could do a Vucare with that. Yeah. You could do a Bouvardier with that. You know, break the rules. And then the latest addition to the top 20 that, I know that you started vacillating. my... That jangled back and forth. Uh, I don't know if you've tasted that one yet. No. Uh, Feel free to, to pour. We can wait till the end on this. Either yeah, I'll way. Hold off, but uh, this so this is Jim Rutledge. Uh, I tasted this last week with John L. Sasser. And that was the one that just kind of scrapped my whole list and I had Start to readjust. Um, to the best of my knowledge, it's the only rye that Jim Rutledge ever produced. Yeah. All the years he was at Seagram's and MGP and then obviously running Four Roses and you know, he did a lot of high rye stuff at Four Roses, but he never got to make rye whiskey. So this is five different whiskeys from four, four different, different states. Dis yeah. And they're very transparent. Uh, Kentucky is. is Kentucky Artisan Distillers, uh, who's best known for Bullet. Yep. Uh, MGP, obviously. Uh, New York is the distiller that does ragtime rye. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the one in Ohio is Midwest. I don't know anything about them. I don't know them. anything about Midwest. Um, but yeah, five whiskeys, four states, blended together by Jim Rutledge, somebody who is on the Mount Rushmore of oh, whiskey without a people. Doubt. Without um, a doubt. And when I tasted it, I was just kind of blown away. It's the right price point. Not cheap. Just over that fifty mark, but but still for Jim Rutledge's name on the bottle, yeah. For what you're getting for ninety seven proof, um, right in that wheelhouse for ABV, and because that'll really stand up. I'm gonna pour myself a glass of this, yeah, I'll, just so you can at least offering. get a smell. Yeah, oh yeah, that's what we're here for. So this was the the last minute edition. So we're twenty minutes in and. And then the other 
three, uh, we had the Maker's Mark FAE, which was actually number two on Advocate's list. I didn't think it was the second best whiskey, obviously. But I did have it on my top 20. Uh, Virginia Distillery Sherry Cask. Straight up. One of the best whiskeys I've ever tasted. That whiskey is just It's fantastic. extraordinary. Yeah. And then... Uh, Not to be confused with Rich's store pick, but... No. If you like this... Then make the trip if you're not close to West Boylston or Worcester and come in and pick it not up. Not for nothing. If you're looking for Christmas gifts, the packaging, packaging it's amazing. The, the product is absolutely mind-blowingly good. And the last one from that top, the 15 of them, Westward. Westward, yeah. Um, another one, American Single Malt. So American Single Malt's making a big presence they are, yeah. on my list. I'm a big fan of the category. More dis American distilleries than in Scotland, Scotland yep. I think, is you. More than double yeah, the crazy. distilleries <clears throat> uh, making single malt. Uh, rumor is that uh, Treehouse is, is doing single malt as well. And I get to taste secretly some of their product over the weekend. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty special. Early on? Some of it complete. Oh, wow. <clears throat> so they've been... And it's all their stuff. It's all no their blending. stuff. No blending. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. My friend Steve is the assistant master distiller yeah, out there. Yeah, that. Um, some of it we'll get in trouble for talking about. So we'll talk off air. But... Yeah, as soon as I tasted that, I went, all right, I got to have that. And that throws my whole list off. Yeah, now I know why. This is... That's everything you want rye to be. Yeah. Big, floral, spicy. But it's not overly minty. Nope. At all. It's not overly dilly. No dill component, which some of that stuff... Yep, some of that MGP... Rear its ugly dilly. head, but not at all. And even though this is, a, you know, obviously a high rye mash bill... It's luxurious. Yeah. It's the mouthfeel. It's the texture. It's the sweet and spicy. Like, Yeah, you're getting a little bit of both, which yeah. is what I love in, a, in anything that's a high rye. It reminds me of like that sort of Asian Pacific cuisine of like sweet and spicy, you know? It, yeah. <clears throat> like that's sort of like a sweet chili sauce where it... It kind of gives you that mouth-watering sweetness and burns your tongue a little at the same time. And all kidding aside, maybe this is crazy on me, but we're always thinking about, nobody thinks about whiskeys to pair with food, but I think you've just nailed something. You could do like a, a tie with a high chili component. Mm -hmm. I think this would go great with that. Yeah. Actually, now I'm, my brain is craving pad thai. Yeah. From brown racing there you go street. that would be fantastic all right so now we come mm. down to the final five top five whiskeys of the year and again i'm not saying these are these are my top five based on price quality availability story uniqueness and you've and, tasted all of and these. i've tasted all of them i own all of them i had to truck them all in <laughs> From home. 
my girlfriend going, what are you doing? <laughs> Who brings alcohol to work? Well, that's me. It's a dirty little job, but Rich stepped on yep, the plate. Yep. So, number five for me, George Dickel, 13-year, bottled and bond. Uh, the story, and, and when Erica was here yesterday, we were talking about Amanda and, mm -hmm. you know, what a rock star she is in the business. And, you know, we're talking about, like, she's probably one of the top females in American whiskey and how... You know, when Corey and I talk about it, we always hate the fact that we have to put it out there like female. You even have to whiskey, mention it. You know, right. but we will until the day we don't have to anymore. Yeah. And that it's just Give them that their they're due. a rock star Period. in the industry. Exactly. Um, but as far as female rock stars in the industry, Nicole Austin is right there. I mean, the stuff yep. she is doing at Dickel uh, Whiskey of the Year two years ago with their 13 year from that year. Yep. Uh, last year, the 11 year, which was fantastic. This is better than, I think, the first 13 year. Yeah. Yeah, this years one ago. is from uh, the 2007 spring distilling season. And I've had this as well. It is amazing. It's for under 50 bucks. Find me another 13 year whiskey. That's bottled in bond. That's bottled in bond for under 50 bucks. Which is crazy. Yeah. Um, they use that really high corn mash bill, 84, right. 8, and 8. Lincoln uh, County. Lincoln County process, so it's filtered through charcoal. It's got spicy peanut and, oh. and sweetness. And it's just big. And, and I go back, and every time I revisit it, I just go, this is it, it's fantastic. Yeah. It, it's um, got layers and layers. Revisit yeah. it, too, in your glass. You're going to pick out something else. I don't know why more people don't appreciate George Dickel. I mean, that batch I, selects... And that short kind of square Squat bottle uh, is absolutely fantastic as well. So that is number five. And that's available right uh, here. Yeah, in the we store. have it yep. uh, on the shelf <clears throat> all day, every day. Number four. This, I'm really surprised that this didn't make. I am too. There was another publication that actually named this World yeah. Whiskey of the Year. And it got a lot of buzz and press early on this year when it hit the shelves. Yep. So we actually have some of this that I squirreled aside in the beginning of the year. I just put back out on the shelf. Uh, pretty affordable for what it is. If you like Whistle Pig, this is where they got their original juice from. Right. Uh, they're owned by Jim Beam. So this is 100% Canadian rye, five years old. Higher proof, too. Than yeah, this is cask strength. Yeah. Uh, so 133? Yeah, 133.2. The six-year whistle pig isn't even close to that. Right. And when I first tasted this, and I'm going to pour this right over the other rye because it'll kill yeah. Oh, it. it'll wipe that out. There's... <clears throat> um, and I remember when I first tasted this, because I had read about it and yep. seen, you know, the press on it in the very beginning of the year. And I thought, wow, that's it's a little hot. And then I looked at the proof and went, yeah, it should be a little hot. Absolutely. But great sort of fruit, spice. And when you go back, in my opinion, on the second sip. That heat dissipates. Dissipates. Very much so. Because I've had a lot of barrel proofs. But now you're pushing close to 130. Yeah. 
So, yeah, for all you proof heads out there, and this is rock solid. The whole new trend in which I don't get of people looking for hazmat whiskeys. Yeah, even pushing like 140. Yeah, over 140. Which is crazy. By the way, there's a bottle of Coy Hill somewhere in this building. Yeah, you said you one in, bottle somewhere. One bottle somewhere. All you do is come in, tell me you heard about it here, and I'll sell it to you. Or you can find Corey and tell Corey that you heard about it on the podcast or start on the video. There you go. That we have a bottle of Coy Hill, Jack Daniels. And good luck trying to find that in the wild. Oh, yeah. We don't have the one that's hazmat at 140. I have the 139. Um, let's, let's not get too picky over yeah. one proof point. <laughs> it is Especially, what it is. Yeah. It's the difference between 50 million and 51 million at that point. <laughs> so my number three. This was another one that started in the beginning of the year. Um, I was honestly skeptical about this because the Calumet 12, 12 I thought was good. It wasn't great. It was a lot of money and a great nose. Oh, yeah. But I thought for the money, it just wasn't yeah. kind of there. When this came in, I cracked this bottle and I smelt it and I thought, whoa. Smells like the inside of a Rick house. Yeah. Um, and it's what I'm looking for in that 15-year oh, range. Absolutely. Like, I want the oak influence. Like, if I'm buying a 15-year, I want That's it what you should expect. to be toasty and absolutely. oaky. Um, somewhere I wrote down mash bill on this. Because it, you don't really get... Calumet Farm is a horse farm down there. Right. Uh, they've bred two Triple Crown winners. I think eight yep. Derby winners. So they've got some money and some stroke down there. Without a doubt. To kind of grab some barrels. What I could find out, the mash bill is 74, 18, and 8. Okay. Um, and So you're going to get more of the corn influence then, obviously. Kind of the belief and the theory is that it was made at Barton. It's distilled sense. in Bardstown. Uh, and that was kind of where that whiskey would have come from 15 years earlier. Again, I opened it up, smelled it, wow, tasted it, wow. It's one of the few whiskeys when you get over 100, which is obviously a splurge bottle. Oh, without a doubt. This is not your daily drinker. But, um, hey, the holiday seasons. Yeah, and the New holidays. Year's. And, again, this is on the shelf. I love the packaging, you know, the oh, horse yeah. farm, the derby winner. Uh, single rack black. So when you go into a Rick house. Or a rack house. There's racks mm -hmm. in lines, and they're stacked up, and every floor has them. All the barrels for this came from one, one rack. One rack, right. Center cut, 19 barrels blended together off the same rack. So, hence the single rack black. 15 years, 105. Yeah? Got to give it a shot. This one I've not had. I, all year long, and I've never tasted you on this? Nope, nope. This one uh, I have I'm not, not letting had. you go down alone on that one. Well, right out of the chute, you get the oak, but... Yeah, it's toasty oak. It's like... But um, it's... It's always in check for anyone that's heard us. Yeah, balance. Together, balance is what it's... What needs to be the just, you know, the guy in the Rick House's goal? 
it reminds is... me on the nose of like if you're making s'mores and you burn the marshmallow a little bit. Yeah. That little bit of burnt aroma, but like that sweet kind of burnt sugar underneath it. Yeah, brown sugar. But also, it's almost like if, if you're lucky enough to get um, hardwood that you're using in your fireplace and you're, you've got cherry wood. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can you, get that. You, you kind of get that smoky cherry as opposed to oak. I get kind of like a smoky cherry in a good way. I also get like, like the coconut macaroons, like the, oh, yeah. the toasted coconut on yep. there. Yeah, and you know if if you if you flambéed like a coconut macaroon, you know how sometimes it's charred on the top. That's exactly what this smells mm -hmm. like. I mean, that's special, and again, I have it on the shelf. I'll take that over Pappy. Oh, any day of the week. Any day of the week. Um, I mean, that it's obvious, again, it's a splurge bottle, but if you get somebody who really likes good bourbon, aged bourbon, that I toasty, mean, the package, the product. It even looks a little bit. I mean, it's got the... It kind of looks like It's got the slender Pappy, yep. Pappy bottle. Yep. God only knows what a, a Pappy 15 year is going. Even if you, if could you can get find, it, yeah. Secondary market for a Pappy 15 is probably, you're looking at maybe 200. Yeah. Oh, it's up well, yeah. Pappy 23, but you're probably looking close to $1,000. Mm -hmm. And yep. I know we can't talk about price, but. I mean, I'll say it's over 100 and it's under 150. Right. And by the way, everything on that back wall. Is five percent off for the month of December. Ah, so there you go. So all the specialty behind the counter uh, whiskeys. Uh, that being said, anything that's not behind the counter that you have to ask me for, yeah, that's not on sale. But this is on sale, five percent off this of is... whatever it is. That's a special bottle, uh, without a doubt. And I, the the color doesn't translate, guys, but it looks like it's been in a barrel for fifty years. Yeah. It's dark. It's, it's rich. Dark. It's got even more, even a little bit of a copper tone to it, but mm. that is rich looking, and it translates to the flavor. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's special. A, yeah, that's special. <clears throat> All right, well, down to the top two. And I'm surprised and that that didn't make the top 20, Yeah, as I, good as that is. And it's gotten great press, so yeah. don't take riches. Yeah, it's not just my word on that Not one. at all. I mean... Um, do any kind of uh, research on your own, you're going to hear, granted to his point, you're talking about some of the earlier stuff with where they're the earlier years, but the 14 mm. year, 15 year, or the 12 and the 15. Yeah. They changed the bottle for this one. The 12 is that wide that bottle. Stubby one. Um, so but this is the oldest one that they've put They have out? a 14 and a 15, don't they? Yeah. So I think they've. We, I think we got the 12 like three years ago, yep. and then two years ago was the 13 and 14. and So now it seems this, like they're going a year older which every is year. Ex pretty extraordinary um, when you think about it. And it's a great concept. Again, it's a 19-barrel blend. blend. So when you're wondering, like, it costs a lot of money, relatively speaking, yeah. kind of the going rate is about 10 bucks a year. Yep. So for 15 years, you're actually less than 150 Right. And to only be 19 
barrels and, and that they they sourced it too so you're factoring in that cost right. of when they source it it's not their juice no. like you know like a bookers or or whatever they're buying it from somebody else at retail so they've got a they've got a build in some kind of a margin right but go look anywhere else for any other product that's 15 years at that price point mm-hmm. and back to quality yeah and is that good and this is number three right <laughs> which and i have tossed this around for weeks i'm almost getting chills as we get closer mm-hmm. um and i know i ranted and raved that this was going to be my whiskey of the year number two um and i want to thank all of you guys because one we're selling a ton of regular Remus. People are loving it. Um, and your store pick. And the store pick of the Rebel. And we get this because you guys have made us the number one Rebel account in Massachusetts. Um, one of the top ones in New England. Yep. Um, and because of that, we were able to get our hands on a lot of this. Yeah. Uh, for an allocated kind of whiskey of this stature... That Minnick has been raving about. For me Everybody. to get my hands on eight cases of it. I, I was blown away. And I have sold <clears throat> almost all eight cases. That's There's fantastic. about a case and a half left on the shelf, behind the counter, on sale, by the way, under 100 bucks. Remus Repeal Reserve. This hits all the, the notes. Every single checkbox that you're looking for. Yeah, I mean, all our rating system is a good... <laughs> Absolutely. No uh, is it worth the money? Obviously, it's worth the money because we've got customers coming back and buying a second bottle and a third bottle. That would be me. Um, <laughs> and what I love is hearing from our customers. I can't find this stuff anywhere. It's hard. Um, and this is eight it, cases. And this is it's important to point out. This has been around, and it's it's basically a series. This is series five. And what I've seen, and again, do your own research. People fell in love with like series three, series mm-hmm. four, and you've got experts like Rich mentioned, like Fred Minnick. This everyone's blown away by, so it's getting better. And again, it's you just this is again for what you're paying for. Can I say it's less than a hundred? It's yeah, it's less than a hundred and on sale. Yeah, man, the nose on this. Totally different even than the Calumet. So, again, this is the first time this has been available in Massachusetts. That's right. It's Series 5. So the first four weren't even available here. Yeah, you couldn't get it. And you um, can't get... you. It's impossible to get the earlier series right. here in Mass. And we got this through sort of the magic of MGP... And purchasing Buying power. Luxco. Right. And then gaining access to their distribution network because this is an MGP label. They make whiskey for everybody. They sell whiskey to everybody. This is what they've kept for themselves. Right. So there's some 16-year, 15-year, and I think 13-year whiskey in there. Yep. Both MGP bourbon mash bills. Um, and just so my facts are correct here, uh, one mash bill is 75 corn, 21 rye, 4% barley, and then the other one is 60% corn, 36 rye, yep. 4% barley. Um 
and there's basically from each year the one percentage. of each. Yeah. Yeah. But Full transparency on the front. It's fantastic. And again, there is a percentage of this is 16 year. 16 year. So think under about 100 it. bucks. 16 year less than 100. And and again, not to knock Rich's number 3, but this is 15 year. This Now granted, it's not 100%, but even 50% of this is 15. It's crazy. Yep. Absolutely crazy. So, and I think the reason for the price, well, I know the reason for the price differential is they're buying this. That's right. From this another is, distillery. This is They're their, making this themselves. Correct. So this is all theirs. Um, you talk about the story, Remus Repeal, George Remus. We've talked about this ad nauseum. Um, he was the king of the bootleggers. By the book. Great book. Did you finish it? Yeah. It's so good and it's so wild and somebody's gotta make a movie. They really should because the, the story if, is just I'm trying to think of who they would have as the actor for Remus. I almost think Jonah Hill. That would work. Because he's a little he's bit a bulkier. Hefty guy and he was a swimmer. Yep. He was a heavy duty, no pun intended. Yep. yep. And Jonah Hill can kind of lose the weight and yeah, go down. Yeah, that would work. And get bigger. He's kind of got the rounder face. No, I, um, I think you nailed it. I think he could nail the accent. He could nail the sort of comedic parts of, you know, Remus talking in third person. Like, I think he would be great to deadpan yep. that. Yeah, it's a great story. Somebody will pick up the option to do that story, in my yeah. opinion, on film. So Remus being... Also part of the inspiration for Great Gatsby. So mm -hmm. when you look at the bottle, it's got that very stylistic, jazz age, art deco kind of label. Oh, that just brings me back again. Special 100 proof? Yep. Yeah. So proof. right at the right proof point. Yeah, it, it's... I don't know if I'd want to put this in a cocktail. Mm-mm. This is, it would be, it would almost be a crime. And and I don't think it needs water. I don't, no. I mean, do what you will, but you're, no. that is the perfect proof point, in my opinion, to drink it neat. Yeah, everything about that whiskey is, it's flawless. Yeah. And it was, it was my, my number one. I mean, I think I started at one point thinking, like, this was going to be the number one. Yep. And this, like, these were my top two, and then these became my top three. And again, this didn't make wide at one uh, whiskey yeah, advocates top twenty. That that blows it me away. Blows my mind. That makes no. It blows sense. my mind that these three didn't make the the top twenty. Yeah, or and I'm I, gonna be more cynical. Top ten. It, yeah, yeah, at, at least top ten. But for me, I can't think of twenty whiskeys. That are better. Nor can this. I. No, I can I get it because they already gave them props right. to Dickel. Yep. So I get that. Even yep. though it's extraordinary. Yep. But when you talk about unique, like 100% rye, yeah, is good really luck the trying. first time? Because what, other than Whistlepig, not to, to trash Canadian whiskey, but everything kind of drops off after that. It really that does. That is heads and tails about yep everything else it, to my knowledge it's really <clears throat> the only 100% rye right. cask strength expression and they did it when you read up on it you know like they know Whistlepig buys it and Absolutely. other people buy, buy their, their whiskey 
they wanted to really go like hey, this is what we yeah. do under our name. Yeah, it's almost like the MGP juice of Canada. Right. Yeah, like these two <laughs> kind of have a it. lot in common sure. if they were going to sit down and talk like Absolutely. You know, these are the the wizards behind the curtain. Exactly. Really. Yep. Um All right. That's I'm I'm glad I got more than one bottle of that. So I I'm curious and I I'm hoping to get some feedback, maybe stir some things up. People appreciate, get angry, whatever. I really want your comments on this. Whiskey of the year for me. I wish we had kind of a, a button. So yeah, we a drum roll get a little here. drum roll going. It started when I got the Redwood bottled and bonded. Oh, I know where you're headed. And I tasted it and I thought, Redwood bottled and bond. It's absolutely fantastic. This is a journey, isn't it? It really is kind of a journey because yeah. that bottled and bond is outrageous. It's unbelievable. Uh, it's all their own juice. It's a five-year bottled and bond. You know, so to come out of the gate as a new distillery, I, I think they've only been making whiskey for five years. Yeah. And they waited one more year to put out that bottled and bond. The packaging is great. The story was great. The right. whiskey was unbelievable. It was actually $10 cheaper than that, that one. That's right. Um, and I'm getting a lot of customers who are coming in and buying the, the 3R package, which is Redwood, Remus, and Rebel. Ooh. Store pick. There's a little marketing. Yeah. I um, like that. I like that. Because they're all right there. And then I got the 14-year haystack in. And I thought, wow, this is really good. Haystack, bottled in bond. And I was sitting with the rep the other day, and we're talking about you know, the haystack. And the, I love the haystack. I love the story. I love the bottle. I love the package. I'm a redwood nut. Uh, I got to meet Derek and hang out with him. Uh, afterwards, we're going to drink his gin. Um, it's barrel aged. Derek Benham is on my personal Mount Rushmore. Oh. Of people I get to meet this year, I get to meet Amanda Beckwith and Derek Benham. Mm. Mic drop, I'm, I'm done, I'm good. <laughs> um, I mean, Derek Benham produces my favorite wine on the wall over here, yeah. Scattered Peaks. Scattered Peaks Cab uh, is insanely good. Unbelievable, 100% for Napa, Napa juice. 100% Cab. Uh, and people don't always know that cab isn't always 100% no, cab. No, not at all. Petit Verdot or Malbec or ganache or something else blended yep, into blending it. grape. Yep. This is 100% Napa cab. That's premium. Yep. Premium price. And we're selling it for under 50 bucks. Then the gin is outrageous and became one of my favorite gins of the year. The regular gin. And then we got all these great whiskeys. Incredible. So we were comparing pound for pound... The Haystack 14 and the Bottled and Bond. I thought pound for pound, I love the Haystack. I love the Bottled and Bond. I'd probably take the Bottled and Bond over the Haystack. Pound for pound, dollar for dollar. Yeah, if you were stacking it up, looking at prices, one of the quotients. And then I kind of realized it and thought a little deeper and realized that pound for pound, oh, wow. dollar for dollar. You're going back. That's the best whiskey of the year right there. All day, every day. Curveball. The best under $35 bottle of whiskey in our bracket. And when you go back and you taste it, I think because we tasted all these other things, you forget how good. Yeah, you good. forget. You don't go back. And, and when you talk about like whiskey of the year, I mean, what does that mean? It, it means that for your money, 
you're getting the best of, of, of the best. The thing that delivered on its promise to say like we're under thirty five bucks, which is absolutely crazy. You know, as a blend mm-hmm. and and there's just to kind of revisit. That's right. And this has got whiskey that's over ten years. Correct me if I'm wrong. So. It's funny when I met Derek because I've kind of not revisited this in a while. When Shame I met Derek me. and I said, you know, like this is my favorite whiskey you guys do. He goes, my distiller hates it, and for the TTB, it's such a, a pain. Oh, in the I'm ass sure, yeah. To kind of make so Redwood Empire, and again we've talked about it, but it's Derek. You know, Redwood Empire is a stretch of land. Yep. Uh, from Portland down to California, where all the redwoods grow. John Muir is the kind of godfather of American National Parks. Yep. So all the drawings are inspired by him. All their bottlings, <clears throat> Lost Monarch, um, the Emerald Giant. Giant. Yep. Um, the rye, the, the as, rye well as the as the bourbon. bourbon uh, the Bottled and Bond, Grizzly Beast, and yep. Rocket Top, and then the Haystack. They're all named after species of redwood trees mm-hmm. that are out there. And so much fascinating story. So that's the artwork on the front is the John Muir you know, the, the names of the trees. Uh, 60% of this is their rye. Rye, right. 40% is the bourbon. The rye, and again, consulting my notes. Good. Just to kind of reinforce. The rye is a blend of rye between three and five years. Um, some of which is theirs, the right. younger juice. The older juice, MGP. Right. So 95.5 on the rye. And then and the, on bourbon, the bourbon. bourbon. It's the mash bill is 75, 21, 4. Um, and it's a blend of four year through 12 year bourbons. That's what I thought, yeah. Now, if you think you can just buy a bottle of the bourbon and a bottle of the rye and do 60, 40, it doesn't work that way. No. We tried it. Because in that bourbon, 40% of that is, you know, the bourbon. But how much of that is the four year? How much of that is eight year? How much of that is 12? It's not exactly the bourbon as it's bottled. That's proprietary. It's what percentage of each barrel goes into it. So the complexity that you get in this. Oh, yeah. To me, you get the body and the sweetness of bourbon. Right. And the spice of the The rye. And it's by law, they have, even though there's juice in here that's over a decade old by law they have to put the youngest youngest, which is three years it's three years so that's why there's no age statement on it right because three years doesn't look as impressive when there's 12 year juice in there but from a transparency standpoint what's key is how does it deliver and if you tasted it and you didn't know there is no way you would have said what's dominating here is young whiskey mm-hmm. it's not at all it's very mature it's what jeff duckhorn has done by blending young and yeah. old in source juice with their juice and then blending the bourbon into the rye and right it's it's absolutely amazing and the bourbon is great the rye is great the bottled and bond was going to be when i started the list i thought like i can't actually have the bottled and bond bourbon bottled and bond rye lost monarch and i couldn't have them all on yeah, the list that- it was overbearing. Yeah. And it, then when I narrowed it down. You had to pick one. I had, this is the one to me that hit all the points, that hit the price point. 
and the dis and the distiller if people aren't familiar with wine duckhorn if google that one because duckhorn yeah. is world-class wine from california yeah so the heritage there is unparalleled and as far as sourcing where they're now going to start to do barrel aging where they can start sourcing barrels from their own vineyards yep the synergy between their spirits is unbelievable they'll they're going to control everything yeah this i haven't revisited this in a while you forget how good I mean, I know when we started the, the Whiskey Bracket Challenge and I had bought the bottle and I brought it home. Yep. I came back after that weekend and had to buy another bottle because we just Didn't killed have, the whole yeah. bottle at yep. home because it was that easy to drink. Pound for pound, dollar for dollar, all day, every day, on the shelf, that's that's my whiskey of the year. You you threw me a curveball. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I was thinking you were if I was a betting guy, I was gonna bet I was in the right church, wrong pew. I was gonna guess bottled and bond. You know, that's where I thought Redwood Empire was definitely in your top five. But and bottled and bond is what we <clears throat> talked about for so long. <clears throat> but again, when I started to do like. And I love the bottle and bond, and I love the haystack. And those are, those are your pappies, your Jack oh, Tens, your Mictus Tens, like special occasion that's your bottles. Fall release, absolutely. This is all day, every, every day, day, all year round. Yeah. Please buy the bottle and bond. Anybody who's bought it knows it's great. They're coming back. Fantastic. Uh, I've got six bottles left, and then it's gone. The bottle and bond rye, absolutely fantastic. Yeah. The haystack, great bottle different package great addition to the lineup pound for pound dollar for dollar every day rave reviews too That's across the board getting. yeah but there's there are national spirits bloggers there's just again don't take our feedback go do your own research there are bloggers out there not just rich's blog they're picking this is like their favorite from 2021 yep. already yep. And yeah. again, it's if you want this as a gift, the story, the packaging, it, it, people are going to say, "What is this?" And now you can start the conversation. The artwork, never mind the whole, you know, giving back where they plant. I, they plant I, it's like two hundred forty-five thousand trees, trees that they planted. planted for every bottle that's sold. Mm -hmm. So they're giving back, yep. and I'll tell you, once COVID finally settles down. Go to the Muir Woods. My wife and I went out there a few years ago. It is absolutely spectacular. And it's not far at all from San Francisco. It is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that's... It's it's a winner. That's just Is it good? Yes. Is it worth the money? That, to me, is comparable to any new brand that launches... Oh, without a With doubt. a $50 bottle. <laughs> and it's much less than 50 um, you guys saw it on our, our list. So, all right, we're going to kind of wrap from there. And uh, yeah. thank you guys for joining us. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, you guys on the podcast, stick around. We have a little bonus segment at the end. Um, 
We'll be back one more time next week for the holidays, and uh, uh, we'll see you then. Cheers, Cheers. guys. And other people disagreed that I've seen as far as reviews. A lot of them nationally like the bourbon. I like the blend. Yeah, I think this is... uh, I just think the blend has so much more character. It's... Got everything. Uh, thank you guys for sticking around. We're off the air, off of Facebook. Uh, but just to give you guys a little bonus content of what happens after we're done uh, kind of being live and a little bit more candid of the conversation. Behind the drapes, yeah. behind the scenes. I And I was always thrilled. I mean, the amount of this that we order every month is phenomenal. I mean, I sell more of this than I almost sell of Evan Williams or... You know, some of the bigger brands, I sell more of this than I sell Woodford, you wow. know? Um, well, that's, but, that says it all, though. People are coming back. They're coming back and that's buying key. it. They're coming in. They're grabbing it the same way they would Jack Daniels now. Like, they've gotten into the routine of it. Yeah. Um, so I love that, and I love a challenge, and, you know, I love a story. And so when we kind of brought this in, that like blend, it's probably going to be the hardest mm-hmm. one to sell. And it's the one that's taken off the most. And, you know, when we brought it in and people kind of looked at me like, what is this stuff? Yeah. And I got a few people to try it. And then all of a sudden, our whiskey sort of family that we've built, you know, you and Jay Mm -hmm. and and Sean and Mike and and all these, you know, our family that we've built. All of a sudden, they started to come in and go like, I was watching this YouTube video Mm -hmm. and these guys are talking about this. Yeah. And you guys were the first ones to have it that I saw. And now, like, we're at the end of the year and people are going to some other stores and going, like, they don't have the bottle nope. on there. Nope. Because we were the first ones to kind of bring it in. 100%. And we, we took a shot. This was the one I was most excited about in the beginning because no anybody doubt. can sell bourbon. Rye is a tougher sell, but people can sell it. Yep. There's not many American blends. Yeah, try to find something whiskeys. comparable to that. Um, it's hard. And I think what sells it, though, is the fact that they have a bourbon, they have a rye, and then they have this, which is a blend of the other two products that you can see. Whereas other sort of American blended whiskeys, people don't fully understand no. everything that kind of goes into uh, that blend. And I love the fact that the bottle and bond, they could have released it at four years. Right. And that speaks a lot to Benham. Where he, and obviously his guy said, nope, it's not ready. Yep. And for somebody to sit on stock for another year, Mm -hmm. that is all you need to know. Yeah, I would love to kind of sit down with him, get a buzz on with him. I'd love, and then probe him for some questions. Doc or Benham or both? Both, but more so Benham because he's a business guy, oh, too. Oh, absolutely. Where he built Blackstone Merlot to the beast that was 10 years ago. And Mark West. And then sold it. And Mark West. And then Mark West. Right. And built that up. Yep. And, and then sold it. sold it. So I'm curious, like, does he build this up? And what's he going to do with it? And then does Constellation come in and give him a, a billion, billion dollars? Yeah. Or Diageo, who doesn't have a lot. Which or they will, they'll dangle that carrot. And mm-hmm. he's a fairly young guy. He's not an old guy. Oh, yeah, guy. no. He's probably he's between your age and my age. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Which exactly. isn't that much of a chasm. No. Really, 
you know. And he seems like he's having fun. He yeah, he really know? does seem like he's having fun. But to do all that he's doing, like the the scattered peaks to be the price that it is, yeah. and the Benham's gin to be the price that that is, which is crazy. It, it's just insane. Um, yeah, like are they building the brand? Like I want to know what the long term. Nope. Like are we building to get everybody into the fold and, and then, then sell the and then portfolio? And then Ricard is going to buy it, and it's going to become a That's fifty dollar bottle. I never thought of that. You yeah. know, or is he just finally doing what he's passionate about? And ha- did he reveal to you secretly, not secretly, but at least as a number one regional seller, what's his next project? What's he? I know the barrel aged gin was kind of the next step for gin, but is what is he? What's he thinking? I, that's what I would love to kind of know. Pick his brain, because I feel like guys like him and. You know, like Randall Graham, who you guys listening may not know, but Randall Graham is one of our heroes in in the wine world of like, you know, this is a guy who built Bonnie Dune Vineyards and then Pacific Rim and then, you know, Cigar Volant and and Big House Red and Red Blends. And he sells them all off and he's now working for Gala. Like for creative people like that, is there ever an end game? Yeah. Like, that, do they just sail into the sunset and go, like, this is what I'm going to do? No. Or are they always looking for a new... I think there'll always be a new pet project. Yeah. Those guys are so brilliant that they're not going to just, you know, go buy a yacht and sail off. No. Into the no sunset. No. No, and I think nope. both of them are, you know, I know Randall Graham when I get to meet him, and I said, hey, how, how do you come up with your, your names? There it is. Yep. And he, I uh, do a lot of drugs, you know? <laughs> well, if you ever saw a picture of the guy. Oh, yeah, no, I was in the same room. We hung out, you know? Man, and, oh, man. And my understanding with Derek is, like, there's no noise in the Redwood Forest, and it was a good place to go uh, smoke some legalized marijuana and sure. get creative. So I would be curious what the long-term yeah, I, I was plan just is. fascinated. Um, but that being said, headed. Bottled and Bond is batch number one. It's labeled as such. That's that a makes it a collector's item. item to me. No question. Um, no question. The Haystack, that's a once-in-a-lifetime. That's a one-off. They've done that release before, but it's a different bottling, so that's kind of a collector's item and you should as re- well. And you should mention that the, the bottle that Rich has is basically finished in Cabernet Sauvignon barrels. Which I've got to assume are his. Oh, it's got to be tied to Duckhorn. Mm-hmm. They're his. And those, that's French oak. Which is not cheap. Which, based on my ner- nerdy wine background, French oak, they're roughly around $1,000 a barrel versus American oak, which is like five $600. Right. So if he's willing to use that stuff... Bye. That's crazy. Bye. Take care. That's absolutely crazy. All right. So now for the real, real uh, bonus this is content. The real, this is the reveal. Um, have we dragged it out long I've enough? got a treasure chest of goodies. <laughs> Not a ton. Probably 10 bottles that came in today. Again, the only way you're going to get it within the next week and by next Wednesday, we'll put them out on the shelf. So if you want them before we put them up for grabs for anybody, come in, find Rich or Corey. Tell me you heard about it here on the podcast. I have one bottle of Rock Hill Farms. One bottle of Hancock Reserve. I have a bottle of E.H. Taylor Single Barrel. 
I have one bottle of Weller 12 year. And I have two bottles of George T. Stag Jr. Because there's no regular Stag this listed year. this year. Right. Um, so first come, first serve. If you want any of those bottles before we kind of throw some food in the lion's cage next week, uh, come in, find Corey, find Rich, tell him you heard it here on the podcast, you heard about it on the Whiskey Wednesday video, and that you want to buy it. We'll sell it to you then. Uh, one bottle per customer. Again, first come, first serve. Thank you guys for sticking around. And, uh, yeah, if you like what we're doing here on the podcast, um, subscribe to it, follow it on uh, Spotify. You'll get notifications when new episodes drop and when bonus episodes drop. Uh, if there's something you want us to talk about, if you got comments, leave a comment on the Facebook page or email me, rich at wachusettlickers.com. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter as Wachusett Wine and Spirits. And if you're a beer geek and you want weekly updates on what we get in for new craft beers, follow us on the Untapped app. We'll be back next week. And if you're not here next week, I hope you guys have a safe and happy holiday. And uh, Peter and I are going to go have a couple more cocktails. Uh, Thank you guys for being here. As always, uh, yeah, cheers. Cheers, guys.